0: That's right. That's right. You heard right. Trump did nothing wrong. Here I am, 1.30 in the morning, doing my Uber, finishing up my passengers. And I'm listening to all the radio stations. This is the day that um, Michael Flynn was uh, indicted on one count. And they're just popping the champagne. And they just just convinced that they finally have him. Uh, so my observations are very tentative here. I mean, we'll have to see how the thing develops over the next days and weeks but as of now from what I'm hearing and I don't know anything more than anyone else I just know what I hear in the news it just doesn't appear to me that Donald Trump did anything wrong nor did anyone else in his immediate cabinet what are the accusations the accusation the one count that Michael Flynn pled guilty to was that he had lied to the FBI about having met with the Russian ambassador Kislyak during the transition period. And sure, I suppose if you really want to take him down, then yeah, it's illegal to lie to the FBI. But there's nothing wrong with his having met with the Russian ambassador. There's nothing wrong with anyone else in the Russian transition team meeting with any foreign leader uh, or foreign contact as they prepare to take office. In fact, they met with many, many dozens of foreign contacts, as have every presidential transition team, going all the way back to James Madison, who had an envoy meet with the ambassador to Canada in 1809, when he was preparing to become president of the United States. That's what transition teams do. Now, the accusation that they were somehow plotting to, to make policy or to craft a deal, That's really unproven. I think that even if that were true, it's probably not illegal. You know, this is they were not. There's all this talk about, oh well, they're private citizens, and they can't negotiate. You know, there's a very fine line between what constitutes negotiating and what constitutes just meeting and getting a read on what a foreign power is expecting and how the relationship will go once the new administration takes office. Uh, The other thing is that I think we need to understand that Donald Trump is the first president in American history who was not a government uh, official. He was not a a general. He was not an elected official. He had never been elected before. He is a businessman, and he's used to doing things as a businessman does. I mean, it's, uh, you know, he's used to... um, talking to um, people off the record and trying to make deals and trying to get people to say, you know, hey, you know, can you can you fix this for me? Can you make this happen? Can was there a way we can call this thing off? And I think that as such, a lot of the talk that he was engaging in is not the conventional way we're used to hearing political figures talk. Like, hey, how can we wrap this investigation up. It's really getting in my way. There's nothing to this, you know, and what he said to Comey, you know, this is a, can you figure a way to wrap up this thing against Michael Flynn? He did nothing wrong. He's a good guy. Is there any way you could wrap it up? That's how business people talk. That's what business people do. They try to make a deal and that's how Trump was operating. Now to take that and claim that this is somehow obstruction of justice no, uh, you know, maybe it would have been if it had been Richard Nixon or or Jimmy Carter or or um, you know Bill Clinton. I mean, these people are experienced politicians who are, who understand that they're you know they, that what they're doing is trying to thwart an investigation. But not, I don't think that's the case with Trump. I think it's just he didn't really like having this thing going on. It was a big distraction. He wanted to see it get wrapped up quickly. And he just uh, was saying, hey, how can we get this thing done? How can we get this thing wrapped up? So I honestly don't think that, you know, knowing who Trump is and his temperament, there was any obstruction of justice. Carelessness? Yes. Sloppiness? Sure. Should he have said these things? No. But it's not that he's deliberately trying to obstruct justice or cover something up. It's just not likely. And I don't think they're going to make that thing stick. As far as Russia itself, there's no evidence that Russia, at the end of the day, had hacked the American uh, campaigns. There's just no evidence of it. And they probably didn't. It was probably an inside job at the Democratic National Committee. Uh, and uh, you know, rumor has it that it was, was people who were loyal to Bernie Sanders, who were angry at Hillary Clinton for what we now know, Um, And Debbie Wasserman Schultz was to screw over Bernie Sanders. And that uh, Bernie Sanders' main point person at the DNC, certainly in the computer department, was Seth Rich, who was gunned down shortly before um, the WikiLeaks uh, emails were released uh, by Julian Assange over at WikiLeaks. So, you know, there's a lot more to it, but the fact is there's no evidence that Russia did it. So what is this all about anyway? What is it all about the fact that they came up with a phony dossier originally created by Trump haters in the Republican Party and then picked up by Hillary Clinton's campaign and paid for, and then they use that as an excuse to bug Trump and to bug his office and get all these you know, phone calls intercepted. What is this all about? What this is all about, in my opinion, is this is a coup d'etat. The, the left the establishment, the Democrats, the Republican establishment, the internationalists, a whole co- the, the multinational corporate types, a whole coterie of very powerful people who have an agenda that Trump opposes. They want to take Trump out. And this is why, the way they're doing it, by distracting him, keeping him off balance. And it is a very serious matter whether or not they're successful. So I think that these charges against uh, General Flynn and against others are very serious, not because they're true, necessarily, not because they've done anything wrong, but because the people that are behind this are determined to take President Trump out, and it's a very, very perilous situation. will remain as such every day that he is in office. So all we can do is just try to, you know, see through it as best we can, and, um, and and also understand exactly why President Trump is important. And so the, the, that even if we lose President Trump, God forbid, we can continue the Trump revolution. And the reason Trump is important is the very reason why they want to take him out. Because he stands for America first and all sovereign nations first. He stands for sane policies that um, improve America's economy and improve America's prosperity. And believe it or not, the internationalists do not stand for those things. And we have to remember that and study that and honor that and cherish that. Because if we don't, then our country is going to continue down this slow slide into the abyss of miserable socialism. Anyway, thanks for watching, everyone, and, um, and have a good evening.